Jordan is on best. Harper's on middle. play together, they believe. Um, if there's Levert, it's cold. Levert, back in. Speed. Oh, he's a one-man wrecking crew. Holiday, shot clock down to six. Finds one. Welcome to another edition of the Indie Cornrows podcast. This is your host, Mark Schindler. As always, before we get started today, if you have not already, please be sure to rate and review us over on Apple Podcasts. We always want to hear from you and get your feedback. And of course, read us over at IndieCornrows.com. I am really excited to be joined by Ashley Shahmadi from over at Valley Sports. I cannot, it's not Charlotte. I, I can't, is it Southwest? I, no, not, not Southwest. What am I talking about? Um, regardless, you have seen her covering the, the Charlotte Hornets on the sideline for a couple of years now. She's fantastic. I'm really psyched to bring her on uh, and get some more insight on the team uh, looking ahead of tomorrow's matchup. Ashley, how are you doing today? Hey, Mark. I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. I um, really appreciate it. And it is, it's Valley Sports Southeast, technically, um, but Valley Sports is is our go-to now. So, but yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, of course. Thanks for taking the time. Um, the Hornets have been a really fun watch for me for a long time. Um, you know, obviously Miles Bridges, I went to Michigan State for most of my college oh, career. Nice. So I was, yeah, I was there for a yeah. little bit when Miles was there. So watching him pop off the way that he has has been awesome. There's just a lot of fun stuff going on with this team that I think it's kind of um, underwritten at the national level. Um, I guess the first thing I would ask you, I mean, how have you just felt about the season overall? How's it been for you being back? I know, especially working in Indiana, like things are getting closer to back to normal being around NBA teams again. So how's that been for you? Uh, What's the vibe been like? It's definitely been even more exciting just because of how last year went and, and obviously no fans and we didn't travel. And so it was just kind of the anticipation was uh, killing all of us leading up to the season. And we were just all really excited to kind of get back into the swing of things. And um, I honestly kind of forgot how to travel though. I'm not even going to lie. When we first started, I was like, it's like, I I was in such a good system um, the last time that we were traveling with them and knew what to pack and knew, you know, I was really quick on everything. And so um, it was definitely a little bit of an adjustment to try to remember how to do all those things, but it's just been so exciting because it it really made my job very challenging as the sideline reporter Mm -hmm. to not travel and be around the team and, and everything was just via zoom and, it just made it a lot more difficult. So I was very excited to kind of be back. And of course, there are definitely still protocols and we're testing and everything to keep everyone safe, but um, it feels more normal. So that's always exciting. And then I feel like with this team, you know, no one got to see LaMelo Ball last year. Um, so the excitement grew around him. And now with fans back in the building, these games are so much fun to watch and just to be a part of. And our crowd is loud and it helps our team win this homestand has been really fun for us so I've just been really excited um to get get things going and now I feel like we're in the thick of it even though you know it's only 15 games in yeah yeah no I mean like you're mentioning with the homestand I I think it's been just so cool seeing Charlotte kind of get rebranded too as everything's on up like the I absolutely love the the honeycomb floor I know it's divisive among people I love it I think it's fantastic mm-hmm. uh kind of tapping back into some of the 90s roots um so that's been fun obviously the team is nine and seven right now they had an awesome start to the year kind of faded a little bit but now 
Uh, I think four and three over the last seven. And what's been most tantalizing has been the defense has actually looked really good, especially uh, yeah. last night against Washington. It was impressive. Uh, they did a really good job of holding, uh, you know, Bradley Beal still scored well, but they, they did a good job shutting everyone else down. Um, you know, what has kind of shifted or, or what have you felt or what is, has James Borrego, you know, kind of talked a little bit about what's changed up for them um, and, and what's uh, shifted over the last two weeks for them? Coach Berg, I just talked to him today after practice, and actually he he credits the good defense to just effort and everybody Mm -hmm. kind of buying into the same message and knowing and seeing and believing that defense wins games. Um, And I guess it maybe, you know, took a little while for everyone to just be on the same page in terms of that and and really truly believe it because you know when you see the results it obviously makes you want to keep doing the right thing and so I think they're seeing that and so it makes them even more hungry to um, defend at a high level and and win these games so I guess it's just kind of a combination of of the effort and um, just the message that coach Brego is sending to and and how important defense is and they're just really locked in on that end because you know, we're, we're not the biggest team out there. We're not, we don't have this, the strongest guys in the world. And, and you have to just kind of find a way to get it done with what, with what you have. And defense is just something that you can always control. Your shots might not fall, but getting back on defense, getting in front of the ball and defending at a high level, no matter if you have one of the most off nights of your, of your career, you can always defend at a high level. And I think that's just something that coach Brego really preaches and um, we've seen success with it. So hopefully they continue on. Yeah, for sure. And you mentioned the size, like obviously it, it's hurt too with PJ Washington being out for as long as he has been. I'm just mm-hmm. hoping he can get back soon and, and be healthy again. Um, but Nick Richards has really popped in some of the minutes he's played. I think he's played double digit minutes every, every game over the last two weeks, except for the golden state game. Um, again, mm-hmm. like I think some people will look at him like, well, he's not doing like anything crazy. And to me, like looking to what he's doing this year compared to last year, like Vernon Carey Jr. was playing over him, you know, last year instead of him getting some of those yep. spot minutes. And he's really started to kind of craft a spot as the third big, you know, especially when PJ comes back. Um, you know, has anything stood out for you and how he's changed up this year or what are, what have your thoughts been with him? There has been. Uh, just a huge amount of growth from last year to this yeah. year. And obviously a lot of that has to do with opportunity. He is getting more opportunity to play. And we were talking um, to coach about it after practice today too. Just, you know, of course we want PJ back, but with him being injured, it's just giving these other guys an opportunity to show that they are capable and they can do it. And when they get these chances, it puts more trust in them from coach and he wants to put them in the game in these situations. And I know his big thing is just, to keep on growing and learning and um, cause yesterday, even he got in a little bit of foul trouble early. And so coach kept him in the game and just that move alone is showing, you know, I have trust in you. I know you can do this. I know you can handle it. Um, and so I think just getting the opportunity, of course, no one wants to see a, a player injured, but it really does open the door for other people to kind of show what they're what they're able to do and that's exactly the case with Nick Richards so um, I'm excited I'm gonna actually interview him tomorrow before the game and talk more to you, more to him about what he's been able to do but um, I know coach is really impressed with his performance thus far so I'm just kind of seeing it as he is he's taken this opportunity that he's getting he knows you know PJ is going to come back eventually but um, he's just running with it and and it's paying off yeah no I'm looking forward to hearing that then it'll be cool to see um, so obviously, 
I mean, Miles has captured a ton of headlines this year. But before we talk about Miles, I think in some ways Lamelo has been almost uh, under talked about this year nationally. Like he has been awesome. He was really good last year, obviously. And I think he kind of took the world by storm in some ways. Um, but he's been even better this year. The shot has been even better from deep. Like I remember, I I do some draft work and I was not really sure what to think of him as a shooter coming in. And now he's shooting, you know, above league average on seven attempts per game, a really difficult shot diet. Uh, and he's been better finishing inside the arc, continues pulling out some of the craft. And obviously, the, I mean, the passing, you know, um, what, I mean, what has that been like for you watching him? I think it's been, uh, I mean, to me, just watching on, on league pass and as an outsider, it's kind of cool just seeing him take the leaps and bounds that he does every game. Um, but, you know, what stood out for you with him and, and how he's kind of, started to change things in, in Charlotte a little bit. You know, Mark, sometimes I feel like if on a box score a player, you know, you don't immediately have your eyes to 25-plus points, 30-plus points, you kind of mm. disregard it. And I feel like, you know, maybe true NBA play or um, fans or, you know, fans of the game, they'll look at all the stats and everything like that, and it's like LaMelo is averaging near a triple-double. I mean, he's had – He's had a couple of triple doubles, but he's getting close to them um, for a lot of these games thus far this year. And what he has been able to do, I mean, he is a point guard. So obviously the assists are, um, you know, expected, but he had 14 assists last night. um, I think like 11 or 12 the night before, something like that. But it's obviously as a point guard, what you expect, but he had 17 rebounds the other night. Mm -hmm. And I... I, I couldn't stop talking about it on our post game show. I was like, well, Mello had 17 rebounds. That's he's, you know, the smallest guy on the floor at times. And he has 17 rebounds beating some of the, you know, posts from the other team as well. And it's like, that is really, really impressive. And I think that is what's impressed at least the coaching staff and, and, you know, others around the team the most is just what he's able to do. You know, yeah, he might have scored 11 points on an quote off night, but he will have 15 plus assists, 15 plus rebounds, and you're and he's just making an impact on different all over the floor, on different ends of the floor. And it's like that is such a true versatile player. And I mean, it, it works. It, it helps, and it's it's something that I know Coach Brego really appreciates too. Just his effort and his willingness to go after all those balls and um, get the 50-50 balls and get in the passing lane. And I mean, he has had at least a steal in I don't even know how many of the last couple games so he's just doing everything that you need to do and of course you know it's only his second year so I can't even I don't even know what he's going to look like year five six seven when he really just gets uh, more experience under his belt Mm -hmm. but the 17 rebounds I just cannot get out of my mind I'm like that is that is so impressive PJ Washington we talked to him he actually laughed about it he was like he asked me out there stealing stealing rebounds he says that he's stealing them but I of course they're just kidding but I just can't I can't even believe like what he's able to do you know if if it's not just scoring every night it's everything else that he's doing that's really impressed me yeah no definitely uh and and I mean just like you're saying with the rebounds I think a lot of times like um some people can be unfair on how they talk about like a guard rebounds like especially when, when talking about like Russell Westbrook but especially like looking at LaMelo, it's just because he sees the court so well. Like, I mean, some of the rebounds he gets are absurd. Like, obviously, some (laughs) rebounds you get are going to be from, uh, you know, your big boxing out. But, I mean, he'll just come in for an offensive rebound out of nowhere at times. He's second on the team in offensive rebounds per game. Like, it's just he's he's so incredible to watch. I just encourage – whenever there's an opportunity to watch Charlotte, people should do it because 
it's an absolute blast. Um, They're just fun. Yeah, I agree. Oh, with you definitely. <laughs> and I mean, that, that continues with Miles, too. I mean, Miles has been just an absolute joy to watch this year. Um, yes, he has. You know, he had a little bit of a shooting slump, but he's really turned it around the last couple of games. Uh, I mean, just I, I guess going from like a, the last couple of years basis, like I remember I was really excited for Miles when he got drafted and I liked Charlotte as a place for him. And he really struggled once he hit like year two, um, like he still was making, you know, doing nice stuff. But um, I think there were questions about, OK, how much is really coming along for you? And then last year, things really clicked for him. And now I think you're just seeing the fruits of that labor even more now, because I think he had a real case for most improved player last year in some ways, especially as the year went on. Um, and now you're just seeing an even bigger role this year, what that looks like. I mean, what has that been like for you watching him kind of uh, just figure out how to be a professional over the last couple of years and having it really, really quick for him now. Yeah. So I, I came into the Hornets role um, for it's my fourth season. Mm-hmm. Same with coach Grego. He came that same year. And I'm sorry. My dog is Jackson. chewing on his shoe play right now. No, it's so loud. <laughs> oh no, you're fine. I can't even hear it actually. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it was like deafening to me. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. I was just saying, so coach Brago came in, Miles came in and and I came in the same year that they were, they came to Charlotte. So I feel like I've really been able to see the progression of Miles Bridges and not just what he's doing on the court, but the biggest thing, especially as like the sideline reporter and, and on the TV side, he has come out of his shell so much. It was, I saw it a lot last year, but then this year, man, he is the vocal guy in the timeouts, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the locker room, it's always like Miles telling us to get more energy. He's the one pumping everyone up and it's, if you would have told me that would be the kid, you know, three, four years later from when he got drafted, I wouldn't have believed you. He was just the shy guy. He, you know, didn't love talking to the camera and all that stuff. And so he has opened up so much and just really embraced his role and what he does with the Hornets. And last year he came off the bench and he was, I mean, it was just like the second unit surge. He was what um, he was, he really accepted his role last year as doing that. And I get, it gave him a lot of confidence because coach Borrego really instilled in him, like, this is what we need you to do. We need you to be the guy that comes off the bench and, you know, especially if we're down or whatever it may be. And so he gained a lot of confidence last year and it really just rolled over into this season. And now with how he's playing, um, I just think it's it's all a confidence thing for him. He feels like coach and, and everybody has so much trust and faith in him and um, knows how you know hard he works and how he's going to make the play. He's going to he he's going to go after the ball. I mean, he his effort is is unmatched as well. So just to see his growth has been really incredible. I think he last year made such a, a splash, and then um, for him to be able to continue it and get even better, you know, early this year as well has been has been really great and it's it's a big part of uh, the Hornets success this season yeah no most definitely um so I have like one or two more questions I want to get to uh I think the next one I want to go with too um obviously the 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 front office brought in a massive rookie class I think it was four guys got drafted. I mean, yeah book night uh Kai JT Thor um I'm definitely forgetting somebody on the back end but regardless uh, a lot of guys that are going to be playing in Greensboro in the coming coming games and, and maybe some time moving forward. Um, what has the buzz kind of been like around them and uh, looking at some of the guys who are going to be, uh, you know, maybe getting rotation spots in, in the next year or so? So obviously a good problem to have when you have yeah. a lot of depth on your team. Um, 
so book night and Kai traveled with us like on the West coast and, and the beginning of the season. And, you know, it's just, it's hard to give them minutes when you have mm-hmm. a lot of depth, especially at the guard position for, for a guy like James book night. So I know coach was just, you know, trying to figure out a way because he obviously wants to get better and the Hornets are so focused on development and they put a lot of effort and time and, and money into the, the G league into the Greensboro swarm. So it is a huge component of this franchise and this organization. So I knew, you know, when we got back, that's they've sent book night and Kai um, to the swarm a couple of times. They keep bringing them up and down and it's been, it's been really helpful. I mean, James hit, I think he had 31 points in his, his G league debut, if you will. Um, so it's just so integral in what the Hornets do. They rely on the G league so much and, um, I know this is going to be such a good time for them to just continue to get better. There's so many success stories with the Hornets. For for one, Devontae Graham, he was Greensboro Swarm guy. I know he's with New Orleans now, but same with the Martin twins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Caleb's with Miami now, but Cody, he he was a, a Greensboro Swarm guy as well, and he has been fantastic this year for the Hornets. And so they really, really trust the process, and I know that's what they're feeling with these guys too. So they're just going to get their reps down there and, and keep trying to get better because that's what it, that's what it's all about. Just getting the reps. And it's hard when you do have a lot of depth um, to get the playing time in, you know, with the Hornets, but I know that they rely on it a lot. So I'm excited to see, you know, even playing a couple games down there and coming back and, and who knows, maybe they will get in a, a game or two here or there, but mm-hmm. just to see their growth from being able to play with the swarm is going to be impressive. So I'm looking forward to it for sure. But I know what we got with, or James Booknight, you know, he's a scorer, he's a playmaker, he's going to really come into his own with with some more reps and, and experience under his belt as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, all right, last thing that I want to hit on, uh, Gordon Hayward has been really good this year too, obviously, and I think, uh, I, I feel like I've mentioned multiple times guys kind of being under the radar. It just feels like Charlotte has been in the entirety of this year. Um, you know, obviously this team really missed him when he went down with injury last year. Uh, would they, I mean, I believe they were all, all the way up at the four seed uh, before he got injured and then LaMelo got injured shortly after. Um, mm-hmm. What's his kind of stabilizing presence been like on and off court there? Because uh, I feel like he's generally pretty a quiet, like a pretty quiet guy. Like you don't really see him is, interviewed yeah. a ton nationally or anything. But um, I mean, it definitely comes through on court how important he is to what they do on both ends. You said it right there, stable. That is what mm-hmm. he is. He is the veteran of the team, the backbone, the veteran, he's the guy that, you know, no, he's not super flashy. He's, he's quiet. He's um, kind of keeps his head down and, and just focuses, but all the guys look up to him so much because he has all this experience. He's, he's played a ton in the league. He is the veteran of the team and he's so constant and consistent. And, you know, the, the younger guys and coach Brego, they, they rely on him a lot, especially in, um, second half situations or down the stretch or clutch games or closing or whatever it may be. They do rely on Gordon a lot and you, you, you know, you can, what you're going to get with him. Um, he's just, he's the most consistent one for sure. And he's just, he's just the stability factor of the team. So I feel like when you have a lot of young guys, it can definitely be a lot of ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And so having someone like Gordon, I know coach Brego puts it as he's the grown up of the team. He's, he's just out there as the grown up and, um, the parent of it all. And it's just nice having such a, a stable force out there, um, especially in, in clutch situations or when you know you can, what you're going to get with him and, and you can rely on him. So Gordon's been, he's been such a joy to, to, to watch and, and to be around these young guys and them look up to him. It's been, um, it's been a joy to watch, but 
it's definitely necessary to have a guy like that. I feel like, especially on such a young roster, like the Hornets have. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's been, it's just been cool to watch him uh, kind of, you know, take a, take a higher place in the hierarchy, but also I feel like in some ways this year, he's been good at, at handing off in, in certain ways and letting Lamelo and, and, and miles cook. So it's, you know, you, you always kind of wonder somebody who's more of a star, who's always had the ball in their hands. Are they going to be able to thrive alongside uh, and kind of see the younger guys? So it's been cool to see him do that. Um, I really just enjoy this Hornets team overall. It's cool to see them grow. And I'm, I'm really excited to see them play again tomorrow. Um, Ashley, do you have anything that you want to plug or mention uh, before we get out of here? Um, I mean, just, I guess Valley Sports South is where you'll find our broadcasts and um, I'm, I'm pretty active on, on Instagram, not as much Twitter, which I probably should change that, but it's just um, Ashley and then the letter N, Shamity is my Instagram. So um, I, I honestly just post about my job really. So if you like sports and you like the Hornets, go give it a follow. But no, I really appreciate being on and I, I love any chance to talk uh, Hornets basketball. So I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's game as well. I mean, it was it was fun fun for us opening night so um yes it was uh, <laughs> as, as long as you pretend the 20 to 0, uh fourth quarter run doesn't happen great game for the Pacers <laughs> but uh thank you again Ashley to everyone listening yeah. thank you for listening and most importantly have a good rest of your day